0: hello everyone and welcome back to daily dose of dan on a weekly basis get out of bed make a toast gotta get yourself a daily dose so how are we getting on we're back again for um another episode episode one this time around um yeah i just said like i I enjoyed it last week i genuinely did i enjoyed making it last week so i was like might as well give it another go (laughs) and here we are i suppose do you know what i mean um so yeah uh, thanks for everyone who listened as well and thanks for everyone who giving me feedback on it it was very nice to hear some of the stuff you had to say um one of the main things i got was to talk slower so i'm gonna try work on that but i can't promise anything uh, but yeah we'll kick it off um and welcome to episode one as i've already said but welcome again you know you can be welcomed as much as you want in this place. That's, that's the beauty of it. Also just quick sidebar before we actually do get into it. I am still, I just can't justify paying like 40 euro for a microphone, especially when I'm trying to save for rent extra year in Dublin. So I'm still trying to work on that. So you might still get a bit of a, you probably just got a bit there. Cause I just like clapped my lips together, but a bit of ASMR sound effects. Um, but you know, hopefully we'll combat that in the near future. So, as most of you might have noticed by now, just simply by looking out the window, we're going through one of the strangest things that our generation has ever witnessed. And no, it's not a government conspiracy, as my auntie Sheila would have you believe. This is a big, fat, global pandemic. So, I figure this week we might as well get down to it, and let's talk about coronavirus. What's happening now? What's to come? And what really is the crack with it? So usually when I look into a topic or I'm discussing something I'm not entirely sure of, I know is not entirely sure of the right thing to say because I'd say everyone, you'd have to be entirely sure of coronavirus at this right surely if you're living. Anyways, if you're not, I would first go and get a definition. So I headed over to the World Health Organization's website there and I found one. Coronavirus disease is an infectious disease caused by a newly discovered coronavirus now lads i don't know about you but that is simply the worst thing that i have ever heard in my entire 20 years of existence it, it it's like do you know when you're writing an essay or something and you're you're trying to get to the word count but you're like i haven't a clue what i'm talking about so you just start shy talking just keep adding little words in just so you can get to the word count that's exactly what the world health organization just did so moving on from that definition essentially what happens if you do get coronavirus is you'll have a respiratory illness so for most people it's going to be mild to moderate wherever if you have an underlying health condition something that's kind of weakened your immune system already um i think anyways i'm not a doctor so like take this with a grain of salt then it could become severe and if that's the case you're going to need kind of the severe medical intervention um which has happened a good bit i'm afraid to say in ireland alone and in my opinion anyways i think that's why like the Leicester governments are extremely scared. Like, along with the high death tolls, it's the unprecedented pressure that's going to be put on our hospital systems. And how if we, we were all able to go out at the moment, that, yeah, most of us would get it and we'd be fine. But a lot of people wouldn't be fine. And they would have to go to hospital. And the hospitals just wouldn't be able to look after them. And it's kind of like... It this really is one of the most selfless things that we've all ever done as a as as a as a world, like you know what I mean? Like it's it's not the case that we're all staying at home for ourselves. It's the case that we're staying home for people that we love and we care about, and we don't want something to happen to. See, this yolk spreads like wildfire. It just will keep going and keep going and keep going, and that's the thing about it. Like it's it's so easily spread. That's why we were kind of all asked to be like. Hey, Dan, get the fuck into your house there and don't come out for eight weeks. Do you know what I mean? Like, that's why we were all asked to stay inside and make sure that if we have to go outside doing the shopping, um, washing your hands, sanitising, uh, making sure you're staying two metres apart from people, uh, like, it's it's just kind of, it's just to stop it spreading so quickly so that we can get a hold on it. So putting all that doom and gloom aside, I'm going to talk today about how lockdown has been. You know, it's this is definitely one of those things that's going to go down the history books. as the one time all the world just copped on together and was like, all right, we need to do something unanimously. But, did I say that right? I'm not too sure. I don't really care. But anyways, um, like, it's actually been kind of nice to see everyone coming together and being like, we need to just, you know, do this one thing and then it will be grand lockdown in general for me has been an experience to say the least i'm the type of person who like thrives off other people so i i love spending time with my friends and i, I love being around people that i can just chat away to and i'm i, I love just going for coffees and and stuff like that Do you know what i mean catching up with people that's all gone away for me for the past like eight weeks seven weeks whatever it was but you know i've I've learned some other things so while it hasn't been the best thing since sliced bread it's also not been the worst thing in the world either before uh, isolation like i was someone who put a lot of pressure on themselves so i'd always kind of feel like i'd have to get things done i have to get them done quick and i'd have to get them done well and while pressure is good i put so much pressure on myself that it kind of started becoming good and bad It it had it was a double edged sword When we came into lockdown I didn't think I could do it Simply like the main thing that was going through my head is I've been so busy For the past fucking like Three months like do you know what I mean Like how am I going to like just take time to actually Relax like if that makes any sense Do you know what I mean Like how am I going to take a breather And it's actually been so nice being able To just kind of sit down and do things At my own pace and feel like no one's Pressure me into doing anything, and that's something I didn't think I'd be able to do. And it's benefited me so much, being able to kind of reflect on things better because I'm not rushing into the next task. And it's genuinely, it's done fucking. I'm trying not to curse on these anymore, but here we are. It's done wonders. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, it genuinely has. It's it's been so so good, and like that's kind of like one thing that I found that's been the main positive that I've got out of this. But I've I've started doing other stuff as well like I take long walks now and like it would be hard to get me out of the bed like most of the time do you know what I mean because I'd be like because I'd be on the go the whole time I'd be like when I'm relaxing I'm relaxing like that's it like, do you know what I mean but it wasn't beneficial so now I'm like relax and bygone for a walk and stuff and it's just it's just so nice to get outside and get into the fresh air and into your surrounds like I know I sound like a proper tree hugger right now but like it genuinely is just so nice to take a break from like your phone like I go for a walk and I'll put my phone on silent and I'll try to keep it away as much as I can and it's just so nice to be able to just take in everything around you like do you know what I mean and like making this podcast as well like I I like I'm it, the lockdown has like taught me that I can get outside my comfort zone, do you know what I mean, like, like, I can do new things, and it's nice, it's, this is, like, I like doing this, it's class, like, do you know what I mean, I know it's only on the second, like, week of it, but, like, I genuinely like doing stuff like this, and it's really, really, like, relaxing in a way where it's, like, I'm trying all this new stuff, and it's so beneficial, do you know what I mean, like, another thing, like, I've started playing the guitar as well, like, um, don't get me wrong, like, I know Jimi Hendrix or anything, but, like, just, like, starting to learn new little skills and that are good to be at, you know what I mean? Like, I'm not, like, wasting my time away on trying to keep it as beneficial as I can um, with the circumstances that are going on. I've also rediscovered, like, when I was little, I used to read the whole time, like, that was just my life, reading books. I've rediscovered my love of reading. I didn't think that would happen, like, but... I have I think I've I've read a good like 10 like 10 to 15 books probably since the start of lockdown Uh, my most recent book being Normal People by Sally Rooney who is an incredible author she actually is but man like I'm sure most of you have seen the TV show by this stage that book is the only way I can describe it is a 50 shades of grey for college students like uh, I'm actually going to give it a read there now for you just so you can get a little taster of what it's like her breaths ended ragged. Then he pulled his hips back against his body and then released her slightly. She made a noise like she was choking. He did it again, and she told him she was going to come. That's good, he said. Like that's a very timid scene because I I, if I, I like if I read out the um proper ones, I'm going to be fucking I'll keep cursing. But I'm going to be uh going to be slandered a bit. I'd say by people who are over the age of like. 30, listen to this but um it's just very intense like it's really good writing like don't get me wrong and it, it's really like it's it's a really good book like i read it in a day but it's just like i don't know how people can watch this with their parents like do you know what i mean because I, I can only imagine i haven't watched a tv show myself yet so i can only imagine the tv show is just as bad so like fair play to you if you are watching it with your man, dad. like because that that i don't know where to be creeped out by that or be like wow that's that's pretty like fair play to you do you know what I mean Um I haven't decided on that one yet but sure look I'm not just going to sit here though and tell you everything's been A1 because quite frankly it hasn't there's been a good few positives here do you know what I mean I've just listed them but there's also been a good few negatives it's not just all rainbows and sunshine myself like I found myself getting a lot more aggravated easily so it could be simple things like my little brother's left the back door open and the dogs got out and it makes me angry or whatever. I get frustrated at it. But instead of just letting that go, like, you know, for after five minutes, I'm, I'm holding on to it a lot more. Not for the entire day or anything, but I, I just find myself holding on to kind of negative emotions, I suppose, uh, a lot more. And I, I kind of think that's because the whole motion and structure of the day is gone in the sense that you don't have anything to replace that emotion with. And it's just that like although it's not the be all and end all like do you know what i mean uh i think it's annoying because i'm noticing myself do it a lot more and i think that's why it's kind of impacting me a bit not to the stage where like i'm constantly thinking about it or anything like that but just like i've noticed it and i'm like jesus you need to cop on here now i think on top of that then my motivation has just been fair low as well like i know i've said that like i'm getting out for walks and like i'm trying to play the guitar and I've been reading a lot but there's also some days where I'm just like man I can't be arsed and I started to feel guilty about that To day I was like oh I should be getting up and I should be doing something I should be being really really productive then I thought about it a bit and I was like we're just seeing people on their social medias doing all this positive stuff and they're only sharing the good things no one's sharing stuff where it's like I didn't get out of the bed till one o'clock today you know what I mean no one's gonna broadcast that anywhere on their social medias to let people know and I think this has been such a big change that it's expected that we have them days where we're just like I just don't want to do anything or I just don't feel I can do anything today and I, I think that's okay like well in my opinion again I'm not a doctor but I think it's all right to just be able to take a day off and just sit in bed and watch Netflix if you want to because what else is there to be doing, do you know what I mean, like, sometimes you just need a break and hopefully taking a break like that will benefit you, it's just getting yourself back up the next day and being like, no, today I am going to go for a walk then, and today I'm going to try to play the guitar for an hour. I've also found that appointments being cancelled has impacted me quite a bit, so in Dublin I'd have appointments weekly. And while they're still going ahead, like uh, the, all my kind of doctors and stuff have been really good, like phone appointments and everything, there's not a lot that can replace a face to face appointment. I, well, in my opinion, I feel as though you benefit so much more from sitting across from someone rather than talking on the phone to them. And maybe that's just a personal preference, but I think it's kind of just getting used to trying to get the same from an over the phone appointment. I think it's just because for the last 20 years, like we've been seeing people like face to face, like we've never had to go to a stage where it's like, sure, we've had phone appointments and stuff like that. But it's never been a stage where we have to have phone appointments. We cannot go into a doctor's surgery or anything like that because we, we risk infecting ourselves, I suppose. You know what I mean? And we risk infecting others then. So I think it's kind of just getting used to that fact and I'm glad to say that like I actually have been recently but it has been bothering me though as well the thing about appointments being cancelled and uh, like just simple stuff like that it's kind of it is bothering me but not impacting me if that makes any sense another thing that I'm really really struggling with to be honest is not seeing my friends Uh, like I know I said at the start that like I am a people person which is true and I guess you can look at this as a positive and a negative because I rely on people a lot and I'd like to think that, I don't want you thinking now that like Dan just relies on people, that's it. I'd like to think people can rely on me as well, that I am a good friend and whatnot. But I feel as though this has been good in the sense, it's taught me that I can get through things by myself. And I can do X, Y and Z without having to go to someone else for help. But it has impacted me in the sense that I, I, I miss people, do you know what I mean? And I think talking to people over social media and stuff, it's just it's grand. Like I, social media is grand, but I think it's just doing it if that's your only option. I think that's just it can impact you. Like I know myself during this, I've been fixated over Snapchat locations. As if someone's active on Snapchat and they're not replying, I'm like, oh, they I've definitely done something wrong or something like that. Do you know what I mean? And I'm 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 working on that. I am but it's frustrating though at the same time which kind of leads back to my first point about like being easily aggravated I suppose it's just the constant back and forth over social media I feel as though if we could get that face to face contact back in there it would be a lot easier to kind of alleviate that stress I don't know again like that's just my opinion on it I I don't have any scientific proof let's say to back that up but I just feel as though if we were talking face to face it would help so much more. However, on that note, we've now entered the first phase of the Irish government's five phase plan to reopen in the country. With each phase lasting three weeks, it gives us a structure that we can follow, which I know for me is really good. If I have dates that I can have little things to look forward to. Um, This week, it was being able to see my friends for the first time in a very, very long time. Um, We sat at the back garden and we just chatted and it was so lovely. It was so, so nice being able to just talk to someone who isn't a member of my family don't get me wrong i'm very very grateful for them but it was just nice to see a different face and the good news doesn't stop there we've had more and more care homes and nursing homes reporting zero cases of coronavirus within their walls that's amazing to hear because a lot of the vulnerable people who i was talking about earlier are situated in these care homes and nursing homes the amount of people contracting coronavirus in Ireland has also decreased as well Um, i think that's great really to be honest because it shows that our actions are helping and if we keep at it although it's frustrating it is benefiting and it will help us get back to the new normal i suppose in a quicker manner i think one of the best things that i can see from all of this is we have hope now do you know what i mean like we, we have hope that like we are going to be able to hug our friends and we are going to be able to get back into a beer garden and drink ourselves silly um like and i think cope kind of just gonna sound terrible, but I think hope, like, it really does propel us, like, do you know what I mean? It gives us that kick that we need. Ideally I'd insert a Star Wars quote here, but I'm not too sure I can find one on hope, so I'm gonna leave that out. Nope, I lied. I actually found one. To quote Jyn Erso from Rogue One, a Star Wars story. We have hope. Rebellions are built on hope. So you know what? Let's just start rebelling against the coronavirus. But not in a way that we're all going out writing, because that's exactly uh, let's rebel by following social distancing because it can't get to us then. You know what I mean? Let's take a page out of George Lucas's book and rebel against it. And soon enough, we'll be able to do all the things we used to. And that's the aim, I suppose, really, isn't it? So yeah, that's it. We've finally reached the end of our coronavirus conversation. If you've got this far, give yourself a big fat pat on the back because I know it's hard enough to listen to myself talk for 20 minutes. So I can only imagine you're in the same amount of pain as I am right now. There probably was a couple of things that I could have went into more detail on this episode, but I just feel like at the moment we have a lot of doom and gloom being thrown our way. We have a lot of negativity and I don't want you to have to come here for 20 minutes and just listen to all that negativity like it was really hard reiterating what coronavirus is because the majority of us do know well I again like I can't speak for everyone but I'd, I'd imagine everyone knows what coronavirus is at this rate but sure anyways but just in case there was one poor soul who didn't then we could just brief him in and let him know what's the crack with the world at the moment look I really do enjoy making these I um, it gives me kind of a break from normal life I suppose and it lets me kind of relax for a bit and just take a randy and I hope it does the same for you, to be honest. I'd like to think that you can come here and just listen to me shy talk and just 20 minutes of your time where you don't have to worry about anything else other than what's he going to say next. I'm also very thankful for you listening. I'm also extremely thankful for you giving me feedback on stuff as well. It's it's nice to know that you like something going on, you don't like something going on or is there something I can improve on? Because it just helps me not, second guess myself when I know that all right that's going well so I don't need to do anything with that so on that note I know I've said that about seven times in the last two minutes I would like to congratulate you for finishing your first episode of Daily Does of Dan on a weekly basis I have a couple more ideas in the hatch so I look forward to hearing from you next Saturday so I part is meant to be some uh, outro music here so if you're hearing me speak at the moment that didn't happen Uh, but have a good week folks